Macavity, Macavity, no one podcast like Macavity. Uh, listener, what you've just, what you've missed um, in that very brief musical number <laughs> is I have indeed reclined myself on a futon and I'm moving my, Haley, how would you describe the way I'm moving my feet for this number? Uh, like you're paddling a paddle boat, but up. Like a recumbent paddle like, like boat? A re- like a reclining paddle boat. <laughs> like like a very, in the, air. the most relaxed paddle boat experience of your life. The most ab-inducing. Like a like, tiny river boat. You know what? I'm going to keep doing this throughout the show since it doesn't produce a tremendous amount of noise. And Lord knows I could use the ab exercises. Haley, you can uh, testament to the shape of my body at current. It's a little Bugsby Berkeley. Oh, hey, I'll take it. Hey, would you like a little footlight parade? I love Absolutely. I love a visual joke on a podcast. Welcome <laughs> back to Podcats. Uh, the greatest name for a cat-based cats cats-based podcast in the entire world. I am TV's Kevin Lanigan, your intrepid host trying to get to the core of what makes these cats meow. And joining me for a very special episode is an old friend of mine. Haley Schrager. Haley Schrager. I wasn't sure of your current uh, uh, billing of your name. Uh. I, you, listen, not to, <laughs> not to start doing my stand-up set, he says producing a, a microphone. Girls today's on Facebook, they always go by their first and middle name, and yeah. you, just, you never know what their actual name is. That's true. That's true. No, I, my stage name is my first and last name. Wow. That's so my boss can't find me. <laughs> Wait, so your stage name is your first and last name. What yes. is your work name? My first and middle name. So at, at if you were a, a Starbucks employee, like your your ID would be first name, middle name? Uh, yeah, because I don't want to. Tax people... evader? <laughs> I'm not allowed to discuss that on this podcast. Well, sure. Um listen. <laughs> IRS, uh take the earbuds out of your ears, come back. Just pause for like fifteen seconds, just skip ahead. It's fine. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. okay. Um, I found it. Okay, thank you. Uh, so thank you. you, oh, you I don't want to get into the, the stage name conundrum, but I was just, I didn't... It's just safer for, like, I feel like for a lot of people nowadays to just go by the first and middle name and to have my last name just associated with my stage. To keep stage. that pure, to yeah. keep that to keep that Googleable, because you don't want your LinkedIn profile getting mixed in with your backstage profile. Oh, no. Because then, you know, backstage starts calling your work references. Does she work at Hollister or is she an actor? I don't know. I don't, I truly don't know. I wish I knew. Aren't we all a multi-hyphenate actor slash Hollister employee? Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Ex-Hollister employee. I've moved on from the Hollister. Ex-Hollister employee, Haley Schrager, on the program today. That's how I like to be billed. Thank you. Is, you're welcome. That will be on the Chiron under your name in the documentary about podcasts. Uh, Beautiful. So I, Haley and I, we go um, a a decent way back at this point. Uh, You, of course, acted in uh, my short film, It Didn't Take, available now on YouTube.com. Yes, I did. Uh, A comedy about cult suicide. Uh, So we were really setting ourselves up for multinational (laughs) success on that one. I think it was great. Thank you. I would like to, I would like to go back. I would like to, to maybe take that one again or expand it. I've been wondering about ways that I can expand it. I would love to reprise my role as Sister Booty. Thank Except you. I died. But, well, you know, if we want to do it again, not a sequel. I feel like that is ruled out. I, 
I thought about it after I said it, and I was like, oh. Um, I feel like it's hard to, at the end of a show, a show, to the end of a production where everyone dies, it is difficult to then continue on and make a sequel. That's why we've never got uh, Les Miserables-er. Uh, that's why we've never got Hamlet 2. I guess we did get Hamlet 2. Yeah. But it's a very different uh, production. We could get Cats 2. Listen, spoilers for the show and movie Cats. Most of the cats survive. That's what I'm saying. And I don't have strong feelings about the cat that doesn't survive. So I think so we could continue. there's so much room to... Ex- you could go every year. Like, who goes up the next year? Like, I would boldly say... Work? Right, because it's, it's an annual tradition. As, of course, they explain to us in horrible, harsh whispers at the beginning of the musical Cats. Um... Yeah, my least favorite cat is the one who indeed ascends on high. I have to agree with you because I hate the song Memory. Listen, there's an episode coming where deep, horrible, seeded thoughts about memory are released unto the world. My hot take is that it is just the most basic version of that song that appears in every musical. If you took On My Own and and um, the Anne Hathaway one... And you took the burn from Hamilton and you mm-hmm. you stirred them all in a pot. Throw a little send in the clowns. Yes. If you Just threw for like a dash. All of those songs that are exactly the same in every musical and you pulled out a ladle of this concoction, what you'd have is the song Memory. It is the most basic core version of that song. Which, do we have a word for that song? It's not an I want song. No. It's the ingenue song. Yeah. It's all I have. I I even hesitate to call it the ingenue song, but I think that's the only... New goal for this podcast. We are going to figure out a vocabulary word. What is memory? For what the type of... Because everybody knows the song that we're talking about. It's everyone's audition song... It's, the drama classrooms are filled with characters singing. I Dreamed a Dream is the name of the Anne Hathaway song. Oh, you um, know that college students auditioning next year at Unifieds are going to come about with memory all again. Yes, and we thought we were done with it in like the mid to late 90s. Nay. Sorry, Evan <laughs> Hansen, resurg- move out of the way. Yes, Evan Hansen. Again, you, you go to almost any musical and there is a, a song of that... In the Heights has one, like, and it's almost always one of my least favorite songs in the show, and I hit the old skip on the cast album, because I don't have four minutes for, like, I'm sad, but it could get better. I don't have time for this. I agree. Yes. Okay, good. We're we're in a consensus early on in podcasts. Um, Let's dig a little deeper, shall we? Let, what is what is your history, if any exists, with the musical cats? So I've always known about the musical cats. I've always been aware of it. I How think I was afraid of it when I was a child, just because the is, horrible eyes yeah, staring the, down the at you. The poster terrified me. The terrifying eyes I with the dancer pupils. And. When I got to college is when I learned about how, like, 
Cats basically saved Broadway, and it's one of the longest-running musicals. One year, it literally made $2 billion in, like, a year. And, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't go bankrupt because of it. Yay! In fact, he bought a vault of cocaine. A, a, well, that's a, probably how he got a some of these ideas. McDuck room of gold, but the gold is cocaine. I don't think that you come up with a play where all of the characters are in unitards and have like 3,000 pounds of yak hair on their faces. I don't think you come up with that without cocaine. I think in Cats you probably already have a dancer's body, but you sweat out so many pounds of of water weight doing cats. Well, you know they used three thousand pounds of yak hair in the first in like the first across year. all their many faces yeah. and and their their bodies. If they're not just doing like a sort of a, a, a unitard with no hair on there, that is three thousand pounds. It was like three thousand pounds. That's over a ton. Yes. That's a that's a ton and a half. You will yak. have to. I didn't know there were that many yaks. You will have to fact check me, but I'm I pretty sure it was 3,000. That is now a and canonical fact. That is the better fact. answer. That is a canonical fact now that they used 3,000 pounds of cat hair in the original production of cats. So you, I suppose like most of us, were maybe not a cat super fam, but we're tangentially aware of it. Yeah. Everyone knows the song Memory. It's in fucking School of Rock. Like yeah. that song is everywhere. And then you probably have like two or three songs that are on a semi-regular rotation in your Broadway playlists. Yeah. I feel like that's just about everybody. Yeah, I feel like you can't really make a Broadway playlist without it. Just even if you skip it every single time, it's still like, okay, it's on there. Because we respect it as a musical and what it did for Broadway, but maybe it's right. not my favorite. And I don't want to listen to Jellicle Cats ever again oh, in my no, life. Oh, no, and the naming of the cat. Like, here, okay. Listeners are going to hear me say this 3,000 times about the musical Cats. Every song in Cats is either a full-on undeniable bop or the most unlistenable shit you have ever heard. There is no in-between. And sometimes in the same song, (laughs) you you go from um, an absolute undeniable piece of music, Mm -hmm. uh, like Rum Tum Tugger, which I think is just a fuck... It slaps. It whips. Um... And then in the turn of a dime, you can just go to a, a hot pile of garbage. It's incredible. I've never seen anything that is quite this level of roller coaster. I am so excited to see this in movie form. I don't think I can describe it. Like how thrilled I am that this is being made into a movie. The world has caught cat scratch Wait. fever. Is Jason Derulo McCavity? Jason Derulo is Rum Tum Oh, Tug. he's Rum... Okay, who's McCavity? Idris Elba. Oh, hell yes. Yes, and he... That is Ma- the only cat that I care about in Cats. Ma- I just want everyone to know. And now that Idris Elba is playing him, that's only solidified further. Yeah, I'm so... Because the look is daring. The look in the film is bold. He's got this, like, huge... Like, Stephen King dark tower hat and the long duster coat. And then you see that he's a cat man. And it's... He's still hot as a cat. Because Idris Elba could be hot in a snowstorm. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's... <laughs> yes, the weather does not affect whether or not Idris Elba is No, hot. you get what I'm getting. Like, <laughs> Idris Elba just radiates this sort of sexual energy that travels through the camera, into the SD card, into the editing suite, and then up onto the silver screen. And it's undeniable. I do not care who you are. On the Kinsey scale, you can be the straightest man who has ever existed. The sexuality, the innate core sexuality of Idris Elba is palpable. Oh, yes. You can feel it. Now, I've never occupied the same room with him, but I think it changes the pH balance of the room if Idris Elba walks into it. <laughs> I think that the the air takes on a different quality if Idris Elba is in the room with you. It's and gone. now he's playing a cat. <laughs> he's playing a big cat man. Not James Bond. No. But a cat. But a cat. Because Idris, Idris has two big roles this year. Obviously, he's the villain of Hobbs and Shaw. Mm -hmm. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. And then Cats, where he will sure... Somebody's getting an Oscar nomination for this movie. Now, obviously, you and I recording this have not seen it. Yes. I want your early prediction. Well... Who's making out? Somebody is. You know somebody is. It's not going to be Taylor Swift. It's not going to be Rebel Wilson. And it's not going to be James Corden. I'm just gonna I like, hope to God it's not. We can't encourage James Corden. I, I think we need to actively discourage James Corden. I like James Corden. That's bold. I think he's fun. I think that if James Corden and I were born in the same hospital on the same day, we grew up together, we spent family holidays together, we graduated high school, we go to the same university, we both attend the same clubs, graduate top of our class, say we're going to be best friends forever. But if there is a person more famous than me in a room, James Corden will pretend I don't exist. Okay, fair. I, I think that he is the... A being constructed of, of Hollywood schmooze and fakery. They took a tube of Hollywood nonsense, squeezed it out, and out he came. I saw someone say that on Twitter for, like, the first time a few days ago, and I'm like, That was oh, me. I didn't, was it you? <laughs> was it you? Me. I didn't know that people didn't like James Corden before that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do people not like James Corden? Maybe I shouldn't like James Corden. And then when you said it, I was like, all I could think of was that Twitter. It was It was you. me. It was, it was because it was my tweet. Okay. Well. And I... <laughs> What is a tweet if not You're a very platform consistent. for jokes? Thank you. Yeah, I. you know what? I have dumb, bad opinions about everything, but I hold to them. I they think, are mine. I think that's fair, and I will be more introspective next time I watch anything with James Corden in it. Yeah. I think um, I think we all should. Because it was, it was Into the Woods that, like, brought him into all of our lives. Well, and I... And I then like... the next year, he's hosting... He's taking over for Craig Ferguson, and he's hosting The Late Late Show. Well, he won a Tony for One Man, Two Governors before Into the Woods. That is true. But Into the Woods is the reason he's all of our problems. Yes. Because yes, that happened what... immediately. Yeah. I feel. That did happen very quickly. It was like right, like I had I never think... heard of this dude. And then he's the least famous person in Into the Woods. And then the next year, he's a late night host and they're doing carpool karaoke. And then now he's an ever present. <laughs> was there really nothing in between there? Between, like, 
Because I feel like Into the Woods is what? Like 2014? Like yeah, Christmas 2014? Yeah, something and like that. And then like, bam, there he is. Like he, he just comes out and that and it's him. You're right. And we're saddled with him for life. I just never questioned it. I feel like I... I feel like I'm like unraveling a conspiracy. I think we it goes all the way to the top. We're being told we like James Corden. I'm not convinced that we do. I don't know if I actually do now that I'm like. But he's not getting the Oscar nom. No, is no, what no, we're no, saying. no. Um, um, I think. Oh, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but it's got to be the Memory Cat, right? It has Isabella. to be. That's Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Um, well, okay. okay, it could what they very did well be. travesty. Jennifer Hudson. So, and I know we're just going to, this podcast is just going to be re-shopping the trailer over and over again. But like, That's there are some cats that make it out of that pretty, like Judy Dench looks mostly fine. Except why does she have She's wearing shoulders? a fur coat. Like, She's wear, she, she skinned her brethren <laughs> and wears it. I, to then be kidnapped by Idris Elba, we're getting to McCavity. Well... Maybe she wears the coat to kind of be like, you all should listen to me or else. Like, is that their intention with that? I think Judy Dench maybe showed up wearing a fur coat <laughs> and said, put it on underneath. You know, like, oh. I, I think that she wore it over her mocap suit. And they're like, well, we can't paint it out. So I guess this cat has a fur coat. Yes, it's just this. Um, Ian McKellen looks fine because they really just, like, put some fucking whiskers on him. I think that role is perfect. Perfect for Ian. McKenna. Gus the theater. He's gonna. He's gonna fuck. It's good. That's he's gonna, gonna be the best. Fucking kill it. Who is Taylor Swift playing? Taylor Swift is playing the slutty cat that I can never the remember the name cat? of because I can't. It's not Jenny Any Dots. Is it Jenny? No. There's a slutty cat. <laughs> There's like a cat who likes to cat fuck. Cause I'll tell you the cat that likes to cat fuck. Macavity. Well, <laughs> Macavity, comma the cat that fucks. I'm pretty sure that's a song, too. Did T.S. Eliot write that? Um, T.S. Eliot wrote all the poems that this show is based on. I have not gone back to his original text to, to like, see if do it... a, 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 a dramaturg on, like, the, Does the translation. Does Macavity fuck? Does fuck? I don't know if they wrote Macavity fucked. Macavity Oh, Macavity fuck. He is Especially the cat as Idris fucks. Elba. And his, his, his... Because he doesn't sing his own song. Because sometimes in Cats you sing your own song, Rum Tum Tugger. Sometimes in Cats your song gets sung for you, Mr. Mistopheles. And McCavity, I don't think, speaks during the entire length of his own title song. Yeah. He just does sinister cat shit. He's always creeping around. But it is sang by three cats that have absolutely fucked McCavity. And it's the most fun song of the entire musical. Macavity, Macavity, no one fucks me like Macavity. It's true. It's true. It is the only way to read this song. Is the way it's sung is very sexual. And like you've got the which is music, the bass line music for. Something hot is happening right now. Is that like... One of my acting teachers would say, sing it like you've been freshly fucked. That's a a, a good note, I think. That's that's a good piece of of delivery that can be put on... But yes, McCavity... I think Rum Tum Tugger wants you to think that he fucks... 
but he doesn't fuck as much as he wants you to think he does. McCavity doesn't even have to sell it to you because it's you rich. see McCavity and there's just a scent of, like, a musk about him that lets you know that this guy fucks. <laughs> and all of the characters singing his song have gotten the greatest fuck of their life from McCavity. Um, McCavity's a mystery cat. He's called the Hidden Paw. He's a master criminal who can defy the law. And you go down, they start describing his, like, his coat is dusty from neglect, his whiskers uncombed. And you're like, I'm wet listening to this song. But it's the way they sing it, too, because it's, it's like, McCavity, da, 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 da. he's called the hidden pop. Like, it's like, it's got this, like... Jazzy sort of jazzy. cabaret yeah. number. And it's like, you, the energy. I think that every cast member of Cats is required to fuck the actor who plays McCavity. That is my secret pet theory. You know how uh, Kimmy Schmidt... I was just going to say, have you seen the Kimmy How Schmidt Kimmy Schmidt episode? submitted that Cats doesn't actually exist and they're just making it up every night? My pet theory is that every actor who has ever been in Cats fucked their McCavity. And if they're lucky, their McCavity's understudy. Wow. I don't even I don't even think like your director tells you to do that. You no. just know as a cast member of Cats that that is your Like this game. is this is just what I have to do for the role. This is just it's like it's Daniel Day-Lewis method acting. You have to, in order to properly get into character, I can't you sing have this song. to fuck McCavity. Yes. Which we now know means that the following people have had sex with Idris Elba, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, Ooh. Taylor Swift, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, <laughs> Jason Derulo. I stand it. I, we stand a legend. I stand a legend. I stand a legend, which is McCavity, comma, the cat that fucks. <laughs> so there's an Oscar right there. You think for Idris, or they're going to invent an Oscar? They're going to invent an Oscar for best cat who fucks <laughs> of a, of a Most film. Most fucked. In 2019. That's going to be the Teen Choice Award, is most fucked. Oh, God. Oh, God. Because the Teen Choice... Okay, the MTV Movie Award. Okay, there Okay, right, because it is it is <laughs> teens. I get They do best kiss at the Teen Choice Awards. Uh, Ryan Gosling and... Uh, and Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> I think are the, the... Still the poster children for best kiss. I can't think of anyone else who's done that award. Uh, off the top of the dome? No, no I don't. No. I don't really follow. I don't do the Teen Choice Award pools. <laughs> I don't host you don't shows vote? about like surfboard, uh, the little surfboards or whatever. <laughs> Where do you put that? Like you win the best kiss surfboard, and you gotta like take that shit home with you. You. you gotta put that in the Uber. It's orange. It doesn't match anything. No, and you're like, where am I gonna put the fucking surfboard? It probably is not a functional surfboard. Oh no, you can't go take it out. A decorative surfboard. White elephant gift. Surfboard. Yeah, but everybody's nobody's gonna pick that wrapped gift. <laughs> they know it. Everybody that else is. walks it. You know, you got a twenty-five dollar limit. Which I guess Idris did not pay for that surfboard. Well, you have to pay for Tony's, so they might have to. You have to pay for Tony's? It costs like three to $4,000 to win a Tony Award, because you have to buy it. You have to buy your own Tony you Award? You have to buy your own Tony Award. Not like the production? No. Like, 
like Philippa. Not, not the production that put you up and like did all the stuff to get you nominated. Uh-huh. No, you. So like Renee Elise Goldsberry wins, and they take her backstage, and they're like, and they give her the little, they give her the, the beckoning fingers, and she's mm-hmm. like, fuck, she gets out her wallet. One, two, three. They just she just counts out three thousand. Yeah, all these Spotify plays forever, exactly. finally taking off, you know. And you know how many Spotify plays you would need to reach three thousand dollars? Like a billion. <laughs> like seriously, more than a people billion. listen to Spotify. Right, there are not enough Spotify users there to are. get you your own Tony Award, much less the the narrow audience for a Broadway original cast recording. Yeah. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift plays, but I can never say this cat's name. Oh, is it Bumblerina yes. or whatever the fuck? Bumblerina. Yes, our number one ally, Taylor Swift. <laughs> The, the LGBT community has never had quite a level of ally as Taylor no. Swift performing at Stonewall on Stonewall. And Who has the stones to perform at Stonewall on Stonewall? I am a bisexual man, and if asked, I would not perform at Stonewall in the month of June. Yeah. I don't think I've earned it. As a bisexual <laughs> woman, I don't think that I've earned it either. I don't think I've done enough for the community to and justify performing at Stonewall on Stonewall. You can't just release a song that says, that said like, no one something something just because they were I gay. don't actively hate gays. And then just perform at, yeah, you can't just, there's so much weight to that. Who has the stones? Taylor Swift, apparently. Taylor Swift, which is why I'll never be Taylor Swift, because she has the stones to do Taylor Swift stuff. Whereas I'm like, no, I would like to consider the consequences yeah. of my actions, how they affect other people. I'm like, however, let's do this instead. Yes, shall we? Uh, I'll take it over to a straight bar and there's celebrate a- instead. <laughs> hey, there's a stage AE across the street. Let's go there. Right. I don't know what that is. That's a. That's just, that's one place in Pittsburgh, because I couldn't think in of anywhere Pittsburgh. else. Hey, regional Pittsburgh listeners. Hey, Pittsburgh. You like that one? Do you feel like, you know, you're included in the show? It's not just New York and LA. It's not just New York and LA. We're in Chicago right now. We're getting a lot of, we're going to get a lot of Chicago play. There's a lot of Chicago theater folk, a lot of Chicago local artists that are going to be visiting this show. And then it's all New York alt comedians (laughs) from there on out because that's who I know. (laughs) I love it. I don't have... Hello, New York alt comedians. I don't have resources. But, I and, I and I've said this a little bit on the show before, I have never gotten the outpouring of people that wanted to be involved with something as I did for fucking podcasts. And I, <laughs> I'm flattered and frustrated. Is that, like, what does that say about me or the projects that I do or the Broadway show Cats that, like, got people... Like, I have months of guests lined up just from the last three days since I decided this was a stupid thing that I would spend my time doing. Well, I think this is a fantastic way to spend your time. Thank you. At least but, through the new year, and then <laughs> continuation will be based upon people listening, really. I think it's just like, everyone doesn't know what to think about the trailer. And now, people. I feel like colloquially, that's not the right word, but like... Like, people know Cats, even if you don't know musical theater. You've heard of the musical Cats. Like you said, it's in uh, It's in the zeitgeist. Like, people know... You probably but, don't know a lot about Cats, but you've seen the poster. It's iconic. But you, I don't... You know memory. 
people don't realize, I think, that they're actually, like, dressed up as cats. Oh, really? Being cats. I don't, don't think, think that's, so? I don't think that that's known among people. Like, if you were to just ask someone ask someone on the street who's never seen a musical. Right, some rando. Some rando person. Some uncultured swine. <laughs> I don't think that, if you were like, hey, in the musical Cats, tell me about the way they're dressed. <sighs> I don't think that they would be able to give you, think, you an answer. Oh, uh, they're wearing little hats and stuff? Yeah, like, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Cat, like, I think they might have been, like, like cats, but I don't think that they would know that they were exactly correct. That they are and so, horrible cats. Well, and so I think with people seeing this bizarre CGI that they did on them, it's just, like, everyone is so... Right, because the main cat looks terrible. At current. Maybe they will do some improvements before December 20th. Cats because coming they to heard all of Twitter. Maybe they will do some tweaks. Right now, the main cat looks horrendous. Um, Jennifer Hudson looks the worst of all. How dare they do that to her? That is... How, I, she deserves the Oscar for that alone. She looks the most like someone cut her face out of a magazine and pasted it on a picture of a cat. It's disturbing. Because, like, the James Corden cat, you don't necessarily know that it's James Corden just by looking at it. And then you have, like, then you have, like, Jason Derulo, who just looks like he is himself wearing a cat costume. And then you have Jennifer Hudson, who looks like She's trapped inside of a hat in some cat in, like, a, a Japanese body horror. Like, she's wearing the, the flesh so... of a cat on her face. It's her... And we have to look at that, because calling it now memory is in one shot, just like On My Own was in Les Mis. That's what I'm, that's oh, what I'm saying. That's, okay. my, that's my called shot. Okay. Is that memory is going to be in one take. Um... And we're just gonna have to stare at that for four or five minutes. It's probably gonna be dancing too. They'll probably do a dance break. You think so? In memory? Yeah. I, I have I feel like they're gonna do some number. No, I think they might do some ballet. Like that I feel moment, like it might be some like ballet stuff. The moment from the trailer where Rebel Wilson is like tap dancing <laughs> somehow comes up in memory. Yeah, that's that's actually what that scene is from. That's where they pull that out? Yeah. Bold. They were trying to make it not so melancholy. Oh. Yeah. Like how yeah, do it's we kind get of this a downer. <laughs> It's a cat singing about dying. Memory, I don't like it. it. Make uh, Rebel Wilson dance. Memory is so late in the show. You're it's already like tired two by that before point. the end. It's frustrating. Okay, so McCavity the Sun. We'll we'll dance around it a little bit uh, before we go, and we're not gonna obviously like play the whole song and like walk us through it. But I do think it should be stated that this is an eight fucking minute song. In most of its music. I've listened to it like four times today in preparation for this episode. I'm, it's, because you get to the logical conclusion of the song, which is already five minutes in, and you check old Spoofy, and there's still three and a half minutes of song to go. I kept thinking that it had gone to the next song, because I haven't listened to this in so long, and I was listening to it to prep for this too. And I was like, oh, why does... I have it on repeat the same song. Why does it keep doing that? 
Oh. No. Because he, like, he steals Judy Dench. And then they're like, just remember, he's the cat that fucks. And then song over. Oh, which... And then in the next song, they steal back Judy Dench or whatever. I just want to, just really Ooh, quick sidebar. I do want Judy Dench to get an Oscar because I think after all she's been through with cats for all these years, she deserves it. Yes. Um, walk me briefly through the history of Judy Dench with cats. So she was supposed to be in the West End production. I can't remember if it was the original West End production or not. Um, but she was rehearsing one of her scenes, I think with, um, McCavity, and somehow she snapped her Achilles. Fuck! And like that's the one you're not supposed to snap. That's the one thing you're not supposed to do. You can snap this. You can snap back at your haters. You're not supposed to snap your. You Achilles. are not supposed to snap your Achilles. And then she did, and then she just couldn't do the show, and she was replaced, and she was Grizabella. She oh, was, she had she the was, part. She had the part. She was supposed to be Grizabella. And then her Achilles just... Snapped her fucking Achilles. Well, finally. After all these years. After all these years, she, she finally gets, to, gets be to be in Cats. Tom Hooper's Cats in theaters December 20th. With those shoulder pads. Um, yeah, so let, let's let's try on a little play-by-play here. With, uh, with McCavity, colon, the mystery cat. I don't know why there was like a sneeze at the beginning of this one. <laughs> so this is some Sweeney Todd shit. That's what that's the read I get from this moment. But like every song in Cats, it changed musical styles three times throughout the course of it's the song. It's because of all the cocaine. It's a it's the different phases of cocaine. A gun locker of cocaine. <laughs> I'm worried about Andrew Lloyd Webber retroactively. He just opened the drawer and just stuck his face Phantom's in. Phantom's the same way. Out. Yeah. But the problem is when you... I just want to move my shoulders, right? And you're doing, like, some cat hands right now? Some seductive cat hands? I would want to be in Cats because I want to sing this song. You want to be I this just... fucked cat. Yes. I just... I just want to fuck McCavity. I want to see what the whole I thing is about. I want to be in Cats just so I know I can get laid. Yes. I, I don't have any other way to know. I There's no guarantees in this life or the next. There aren't. That's my one thing I got. We're doing the, like, Jessica Rabbit, like, ta, 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 ta. That's what it feels like, though. I feel like I'm compulsively be... humping because this music is playing. Apologies it's to Haley's boyfriend who is in the next room. He's not humping me. I just want to clarify yeah, that correct. for the listeners. No, no one is getting laid doing <laughs> podcasts. No one. And she, oh, fucking cool the cavity is. That sexy fucking cat. I want this, like, 
the way I see this, if you played this and I didn't know it was from Cats, if you just, like, put it on, I would think that this was, like, a 1940s yeah. gangster film, and this was being sung by, like... McCavity is played by James Cagney. The woman at the front of the club, like, the smoky club singing into one of those microphones with her hair covering half of her face. Yeah, there's a really... Haley's doing a very good visual representation of what she's talking about. Again, the world will never know. I'll take... Do it again for the episode picture so okay. that the world can see that. Okay. We'll come back to it. Um, yeah. When I want my child support, my cavities, not there! Deadbeat. But, like, just a hot dead, like a Sawyer from Lost. You know what I'm talking about? McCavity's fucking Jamie Lannister. McCavity's just a sexy scum bucket. I think I know why I thought Jason Derulo was playing the cavity. I, Explain yourself. I had a dream about this song, because this is like the one song that I actually put on playlists from Cat. Sure. That he on went, the old bump and grind spot of <laughs> on the old bump and, This is actually on my fucking playlist. <laughs> this is number one. Uh, listeners, we're gonna get a screenshot of the <laughs> fuck playlist so you can. Uh, copy so Haley Schrager's fuck playlist. Um, I'll make it public so you can follow. Oh, <laughs> good for your image. That'll look, that'll look right. Good. That's how I get famous. Yeah, is um, you're the oh you're the girl with the fuck playlist. Yeah, isn't it great? It's all McCavity, just over and over and over. <laughs> well, I mean, like, how long does your uh, like average sexual encounter last? If like, you play you'll get that, to that song, song like, a lot longer, times. it takes a while. Oh, it slows down production. It, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, sorry to hear that. I can just imagine Jason Derulo going, Jason Derulo, McCavity. <laughs> Do you think he's going to sneak that in? Jason Do you think we're going to get a Jason Derulo uh, uh, self-proclaim in Cats? If not in this film, on the cast album. You think so? It's, it's going to be like, Jason Derulo. Every single single Jason Derulo song, he has his name in it. It's a staple. I don't know that he is capable of singing a song without first stating who he is. You think he would have, like, put that in his contract? He's I like, I will be. do cats. I have one. This is my one. This is my one ask. And they're like, that's it? That's Andrew Lloyd Webber, you cool with it? And it's almost certainly going to happen like real early. Oh, maybe that's how the it, the show starts. Like the lights are coming up on the film. And it's just <sighs> Jason Derulo yeah, it doesn't open with like jellicle cats and jellicle cats, jellicle cats and jellicle cats. You know there was... It might have just been one song from Cats. I can't remember, but someone did like, a, like a rap version of Cats. Memory. Moonlight. Like that? I yes, that was did perfect. Did a rap was, version? Did a rap version. Oh, oh, never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Miss. Mr. Feliz confirmed there was a dab. Haley Schrager has dabbed. I did. I did. I did dab. She dabbed, folks. Yeah, so we're not going to play the rest of the song because it just <laughs> fucking repeats that. It, it doesn't ever change. Five minutes. No. The structure. Okay, Cats as a fucking musical. That is the most frustrating element of it is that when... No, I know I said that the songs change musical styles. Yeah. But... 
they, their 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 verses only just repeat the same fucking like whatever their little musical theme is. They just do it over and over and over again, even on the yeah. best songs. And it's like, we get it. Well, this was the first time Andrew Lloyd Webber ever had the lyrics before the music. Because he was taking them right from the T.S. Eliot prompts. And so he was like, oh, it's an experiment. So, like, I I mean, technically it succeeded. I mean, respect. I mean, uh, like many things in this life, shall we call it a mixed success? Mixed success. Financially successful. Musically, I disagree. (laughs) Musically, a mixed success. A mixed bag. Um, McCavity's. Uh, dope, but I does anyone just like sit there and listen to all eight minutes of it? Because there's not a dance break. There's a kidnapping Judy Dench break that takes like two and a half. Minutes. Is that just that cat's name? That from now on in all productions of Cats. Yeah, Judy old Dench. Deuteronomy, whatever. It's Judy Dench. The cat who's been around since like the dawn of human existence. Why doesn't she get to die yet? Um, that's an interesting question. Because they kill they a pretty young cat. They want to go, right? Yeah. Like, that's the goal. The what goal is, the... is to go there. So why is it, why is Memory such a depressing song? What is the, um, like, <laughs> what, what is, the, what is the criteria that they're trying to meet? Because this, this musical is just a series of job applications for heaven. <laughs> So, like, what what is the baseline criteria that gets Grizabella into heaven? And how do they just like decide? Like, is there a system? Is there a do we not do we not of see dead it? cats? Is there a Mulan style like ancestors? Do they have to send a cover letter? Hey, <laughs> do they need a headshot? <laughs> You need to, like, tape your audition and send it, like... Don't forget to slate. Otherwise, don't forget, forget who to you slate. are. Yeah, do you have to, like, have cat management? Um, these are An agent to get So many cat. fucking inside baseball fucking jokes about cat heaven. <laughs> these are the questions that have plagued even the diehardiest cats fans for decades. I have never met a diehardiest cat fan. Do they exist? They must! They have to be This show is fucking massive. This is one of the biggest shows in the history of Broadway, if not the biggest. Well, they... This is the show. They restructured the Winter Garden Theater specifically to fit this show. And then when it left in 2000, they spent $8,000 re-renovating it back. back. Why (laughs) would you do that? Putting it back after the cats left. For like 25 years When When the Winter Garden Theater became an empty nester and the kids went off to college and they were like, oh, we're turning your room into a workout room. These are the fucking questions these are the things i'm trying to understand not just about the 2019 film cats coming december 20th but about cats as a as a historical landmark what are we doing how did we get here because cats is undeniable cats is one of the first things that come up when you think of broadway well and it's almost like a concept musical i wouldn't even call it's not a traditional musical certainly not there is no story. It looks like for the movie they've added a plot. Like, the trailer at least is super 
like it looks like a plot like the the white dancer cat yeah. is being like shown around and like ah welcome to the dangerous world of cats young cat this that's that's the that's the impression that we've gotten you're right yeah but like i because cats is as we all have surmised a list of cats the cats come on they say i'm this cat i do this thing that is it. Mm-hmm. They. It is. It is. You know. Uh, if every song in Hamilton were right hand man. <laughs> if every song in Hamilton were Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. That. Is, I guess that is a. Much I am Aaron better, Burr. Yeah. Exactly. If that were every single. I'm Peggy. Like if that were everything. It's two and a half hours of people introducing themselves. And then eventually one of them wins. This, like, America's Got Talent competition for cats? Also, if they are doing that, like, and introducing the white cat into, like, oh, this is the world of cats, why are there a limited, why are there a limited number of cats? Where are the other cats? Where did this cat come from? Do only the cats in this group go to heaven? Like, is this, like, the last step and, like, you kind of have to wait here until they decide that you get to be voted up? These are the questions. Where is cats (laughs) set? It's like London, right? Because, like, McCavity specifically mentions Scotland Yard as, like, being who would have his paw prints. So it's it's London, but, like, none of the cats... I guess I don't need the cats to have accents. Well, It's not the great mouse detective. Where? It says in the script... Anytown, USA. (laughs) Anytown, USA. It says, like... Oh, I don't have it up anymore. Something like like London or the UK or in any world. Like it says something to that effect. London ugh, fuck. Or it, in any I world. hate that shit. Just pick a setting yeah. and we will relate it to our own lives on our own. <laughs> Don't like intentionally not tell me where you're set. Don't put cats in twenty ninety nine. This is our town. New York City. <laughs> Fucking God, can't wait for them to make like a two hundred million dollar our town movie. You don't have to spend any money on sets. <laughs> Just fucking people sitting around being boring. <laughs> I actually really like liked Art Town once I started to read into it and analyze it. I had a, a specific teacher had to like be the one to teach me about it for me uh-huh. to like it, but I don't I don't think I can be swayed. <laughs> no, that's fair. It's... I think it only gets interesting in the third act. And have... God help you if you only get interesting in the third act of your play. I have seen ten productions of Our Town. Too many! I have only liked one. So I think that is a testament to what you're saying. It just feels like such a hard show to get right. It and is. if and a bore and a bad production of Our Town sounds like the worst theatrical experience of your life. You can't escape. Is there one that basements out because like Okay, so I saw Aladdin at the Muni, which holds the number one slot for me of, like, worst theatrical experience of my entire life. Okay. But at least I was like, ooh, sets, <laughs> lights. I could, like, look at something. Yeah. If you're in a bad production of Our Town, you can only think about, like, jerking off when you get home. <laughs> like, that's, a, all, that's your only solace. Yeah, is you like, have nothing. I get, hopefully I get laid when I get, but, like, ugh, the show doesn't get out until, like, 1130 <laughs> We gotta get on the subway. Like, I cannot imagine a bad production of art. Like, It's not good. Both of my New York theater experiences have been great. That's good. It's been good. I saw Waitress with Sarah Bareilles, and I saw uh, Solvent Squad with a bunch of, like, star kid people in it. So those have been two very winning experiences. You need to go see Sleep No More. 
I hear Sleep No More. I know I have to see Hades Town. I know I have to see Be More Chill. I know. I know. I know. Money don't grow on them trees. No, no. <laughs> I know. Um, I have not seen Cats. That's okay. Has, but like everyone, like I don't numbers think... wise, everyone has. Yeah. It's the fucking Avengers Endgame of Broadway. Just money. Like, Cats has raked in more money than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. Hand over fucking fist. And, and like, how? And, like, why? I feel like that's why. Those questions, how and why, I feel like it's it kind of, like, became a thing because it's like, oh, something interesting. People are being cats. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. We'll bite. But then people started being like, how and why? I just have to see how this is. Yeah, like, why? And, then and so like, then I it's like, going. Go and then it. everyone's like, well, if all these people are going, what am I missing? I gotta go see So it. cats is like the room. Yes, but I don't think we, we really talk about how room-like it is. I, that is an excellent point. Because this is the most money-making thing in the history of Broadway. More than Rent, more than Phantom, more than Hamilton. And yet, like you said, is anyone a diehard fan of Cats? Are there any ride or die Cats fans? If there are, I would really like them to contact me just because I want them to explain it to me to see if I'm not understanding something. I want to like it. I will include Haley's personal cell phone number in the description for this episode. (laughs) So you want to hear... 555-555. Ah, that's the easy one to remember. I made sure. I'm just... I'm Because for all those other shows that we mentioned, the other just massive Broadway smashes, I know multiple, multiple people that know every song from all of those shows Mm -hmm. that will go see. And like all three of those shows are shows that your mom wants to see, you know, Lion King. Like if you're on a family vacation in New York or your mom comes to visit you in New York, like your mom wants to see Phantom. Your mom wants to see the Lion King. That is why those shows have been massive for decades Mm -hmm. because like, you know, everybody knows them. They're comfy. Your, your daughter who loves theater, you know, knows the whole soundtrack. Obviously everybody knows the fucking Lion King. But, like, I get why those shows continue to be massive. Yes. But nobody is talking about cats. And this, this is, when this, this show, podcasts, serial for dumb people. I want to know what we're doing. I wanna, How did we get here? I'm going to start coming up with, like, conspiracy theories about this now. Just because I Send don't them to know. Me. Well, step one, the Illuminati is obviously behind it. They have to be! They, there's no other explanation. They have to be. It's... And the proof is that Taylor Swift is in it. That's all I needed. We're lining up the fucking dots here. Which, do you remember when she was almost Eponine? What? Did you... You don't remember that? No. Oh, for the Les Mis movie in 2011 or 2012, whenever that was... She was in talks to be Eponine. And then, like, this is when I was still on Tumblr, because I was in So high we would have gotten on my own with, like, a fucking guitar. And, that, yeah, she and, was like, still, a like, a glittery microphone. Then. In 2012. Well, I guess that that's the year of 1989. That is the, that is the year that Taylor Swift changes. 
1989 was 2015. I'm very... This was... You're thinking so red. This was still red. Yeah, so we're red Taylor Swift. Yeah. So we're still... We're we still got a little, little twang. Yeah. And, she, yeah, she was in talks. And then, like, the theater community, uh, at least on Tumblr, because that was the only social media site with, like... Because I was in the middle of Indiana. Who did I know? <laughs> in the theater community. And, like, oh the world oh. was, like exploding wow. and like people were like well boy got the movie and then obviously it went to samantha barks obviously and um now she's uh now she's a cat this is her second chance this is her this is her this is such a peculiar move it's for taylor cast. swift at this stage of her career because she doesn't need this no this has to be something she wants to do because in no way does she need this. She's doing great. She's continuing to move massive numbers on everything that she does. She's solving all the gay problems. Yes, thank our fucking white savior, Taylor Swift. She is outselling almost everybody in terms of album sales, in terms of concert tickets. This must be a secret passion project of hers. Because I can't see another reason why she would do it. Why she would show up in this movie with a fucking thermos that says catnip on the side. Yeah. I don't understand. I really, I have no answers. I want to understand. <laughs> That's all I want. We've been talking for like an hour about cats. And this is my life is, for the next like five to six months. I could keep going because now all I'm going to do is be like, why do people like it? That's, that thought is... That thought has always kind of popped into my head. Like, I wonder why people like the musical Cats. What don't I get? But now that it's like... Someone else has confirmed to me that no one knows why this is a thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is my... Welcome to podcasts. <laughs> I've gone down the... This is this is your Adnan. This is your uh, uh, the Jinx. Like, welcome to my wonderful mystery world. Trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I think this should be the next episode of Unsolved Mysteries. This is Cold Case. <laughs> Buzzfeed Unsolved. Your got your next case. Come on, Buzzfeed Unsolved. You would really Ryan have the listener Shane. numbers, I'm sure. Oh yeah, right. Would love that. I would love to see that. Just like Ryan going today on BuzzFeed Unsolved, we're uncovering the mystery. Why do people like cats? Why do people like cats? Do you like cats, Shane? And then I would like go into that kind of thing. Well, that was our uh, Playhouse <laughs> Theater version of BuzzFeed Unsolved. I almost wore my BuzzFeed Unsolved T-shirt too. Wow, this I, is it was uh, a gift. Haley Schrager's one-woman show is... of Buzz. Haley Schrager Unsolved. <laughs> I've heard Hello. worse titles. What? I've heard worse titles for one woman show. Yeah, I like it. And no offense, there's almost no one's one woman show that I would ever go to. I apologize. There's no one woman show that I would want to be in. Nah, I would I would do Carrie Fisher's, but it's not the same if it's not Carrie Fisher. You would just do I Carrie would just, But no, no, no. For myself in my room. You would do like Mark Twain tonight for Carrie Fisher? Yes. That is... Absolutely. That is the thought that we are going to leave the people <laughs> on. Uh, and uh, as always... At the end of one of this show, just, just remember. Friends are not found in any files of Scott Lineage. And when 
This has been a Talkback Podcast. From the top of the literary charts. I'm wearing the skimpiest bikini I could find, made entirely out of bonnets. It looks like each boob is a Mennonite. I love it. To the bottom of the bargain bin. Hopefully, at the end, I will laugh and say, re-hee-hee-hee, and will not, in fact, die like a Scooby-Doo ghost. The Puffin Publishing Podcast shows you your favorite authors as they truly were. Mark Twain, I'm an author. I wrote the N-word a bunch. Every month, the Puffin Publishing Podcast brings you the very best in improvised and sketch comedy. New episodes, the first of every single month. God bless it.